Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Second time we had a hockey guest on today, and we had the Canucks promo running. That is just perfect, perfect placement for, I don't know if Dave Pagnota from the fourth period uh, saw that on Twitter, but that was an actual news report out of Washington, D.C. after Vancouver fired Bruce Bodro. Uh, Dave, and then said that the Canucks had some uh, had some issues that would probably yeah. not have gone over well in Toronto. No, probably not. <laughs> uh, I did I did see it. Um, this this one to me is very similar to during LA's Cup run. One of the one of the local channels uh, just butchered everybody's name. Uh, Drew Doughty was uh, Doughty. Brad Doty, Ooh. not even Drew, Brad Doty. Brad, okay. um, Yeah, and then I think they mixed up Brad Richardson. With, anyway, yeah, so this is, for me, this is, uh, it's right up there, the Doty and uh, Canucks. Canucks is uh, just nice, yeah. twice. We had that twice in the same report. All right, uh, for people who don't know, and I think most people who are hockey fans do know, uh, the fourth period is a great source for trade deadline stuff, personnel matters, who's looking for contracts with who, uh, comprehensive site, all good stuff. And you've had your top 30 trade watch list uh, up there for a while. The number one spot was, I guess, Bo Horvat. He is now off yeah. that list. Were you surprised, before I get to the Hurricanes, were you surprised the Islanders went in? I, I, I half expected them to go the other way. Yeah, I... I um... I, we knew that they were in on, on, on Horvat, and they were circling around different teams to see what some of the options were. Uh, Friday night, I was told after the Canucks game, uh, which, in which Horvat had four assists, I, I got a call late, in, late at night uh, after that game and was told, hey, heads up, something's going to happen sooner rather than later. I didn't expect that to mean Monday. And then on Monday during the day, I had heard the Islanders were working on something that is probably going to happen later in the week. So I was, I never connected the two because I didn't anticipate the Islanders paying up to get a guy like, like, uh, Bo Horvath. Um, they obviously did. Uh, it, it wasn't a grand slam type of package going back to Vancouver, uh, probably like a line drive over the wall kind of thing. Um, but they get a really good prospect and not to wrap yeah. that they are very fond of. He was the top prospect in the Islanders system, not a deep system, but nevertheless, Plus, they get a first-round pick, and they get a kid in Anthony Bavillier um, that they feel a change of scenery would do him justice and, and a bit of a reclamation project to get him going again uh, with one year left on his contract after this year. So uh, I think it was a decent return for Vancouver. Uh, I think from the Islanders' perspective, knowing Lou Hamarello and the way he operates, I'm pretty sure he's got a good indication as to what the range is to get Horvat locked into an extension and, and working on that now. 
Yeah, a couple of years ago, by the way, I think the Islanders also added Kyle Palmero, uh, Palmero, Palmieri, even though the, I did, I can't believe I just did it. I should go do no. news in Washington. Uh, <laughs> so they added Palmieri uh, in a time where I don't believe they were headed toward the playoffs. Uh, and basically it was a move made for the future. It was a hockey move. And I think that's what Lou right. Lamarillo is looking at here. And I think that's what the Hurricanes, for the most part, their history tells us that they are looking at. And I was looking at the the prospect for who you guys say are you know Carolina is in on uh, Jonathan Taves, center for Chicago. Uh, you know maybe headed for the Hall of Fame one day, um, but that would be a rental. Ryan O'Reilly, that yeah. would be a rental. Vladimir Tarasenko, that would be uh, that would be a rental. Uh, it's not necessarily in their history, but they also might be the best moves for them, how do you see what Carolina is in on and what they might be willing to give up? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. This is not um, historically the type of direction from a premier rental market um, direction that they, that they normally go in. But given the window that they have and that they view um, within that organization, the window is open now. Like this is, this is an opportunity to pounce uh, to help solidify your chances and stabilize your chances at competing for a Stanley Cup and getting another one of those um, amazing banners into the <laughs> ring. So I, I think it shifts a little bit in terms of the direction that they're going. Yeah, they had interest in Bull Horvat as well, uh, but weren't willing to pay a premium. I still suspect that they're not willing to pay a premium uh, for a, a rental-type play, uh, player, excuse me, whether it's you know O'Reilly or, or Taves, who if he, he has to decide if he's willing to go anywhere um that decision is probably going to happen in the next few weeks um, as they start their conversations with management in chicago to see where he and patrick kane would be willing to go to um so i, I think there's an appetite to give up um you know a, 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 a solid type package but i don't see them being in a position to give out some of their top tier young players especially at the nhl level like the, the seth jarvis's and the, and the martin neckashes like they're sticking around. Yeah. Um, the only way those guys are moving is if you're bringing in a guy that is controllable with term, signed well beyond this season. Maybe the, the, the premier guy that fits now, who took over our number one slot over Horvat on the trade watch list, is Timo Meyer. Uh, and San Jose is actively looking to trade him. If they get a package they feel is acceptable, they will give that team permission to speak to his agent, Claude Lemieux, to see if they can lock in on an extension. So maybe that's something that Carolina would explore and that might change the dynamic and what they're willing to do. But from a pure rental perspective, they're going to be in, they're going to see if the prices drop over the next four weeks uh, and, and see if there's an opportunity for them to take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, my, my understanding, and I, I I'll say this knowing that nobody has to be truthful with me and based on the return, things can change that I will be surprised really surprised if a deal involves mm -hmm. Natchez or Jarvis yeah. or Kachetkov because no matter what mm -hmm. you look at with Pyotr Kachetkov uh, is he a number one goaltender I, the, the, the opinions of him are varied from he's a tandem goalie to he's okay to he's really good I don't know I don't know what he is we have seen all of it so far from him uh, but the fact that he is signed for four years at two million dollars per uh, says to me yeah. that he's not going anywhere. And even Jalen Chatfield, who has had a remarkable season at less than a million dollars already for next year, 
I don't see him going anywhere because of the value that he has as insurance. He's playing in place of Jacob Slavin right now, and he is playing very well. Um, what's the health like on Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko? Because if they're not, I mean, they're, I don't know that they're both back in the lineup yet, and if they're not, it makes it harder to evaluate that. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, without question, I believe uh, Tarasenko's back. Um, I think he came back either this week or, or at the end of last week. So he has been back in action and, and, and has been playing. Ryan O'Reilly, you're looking at sometime after the All-Star break by the looks of things in terms of, um, you know, him coming back. And certainly, without question, teams want to see how he performs and, and uh, responds from an injury side of things. So as he get back, like Tarasenko, I'm just checking now, He's played the last four games uh, for St. Louis. So he's back. He's, he's getting his legs back under him. And I'm sure there's going to be some visibility from some teams that have interest in him. Now, he has a no-trade clause, a full no-trade. Right. So he's going to have full say on where he ends up, wherever that may be. He's got to sign off on it. O'Reilly does not. So it gives uh, Doug Armstrong, the GM of the St. Louis Blues, more flexibility. Um, and echoing what you said uh, just a few uh, minutes ago, yes, th- th- these guys are not going to cost um, I mean, those teams would say yes if, if Waddell wants to give up <laughs> one of the young kids, but right. that's not going to happen. So, uh, that, yeah, that's just not going to happen, So, not especially in the rental market. So you have to try to see and get a little bit creative. I think, the as I said, the, the Bull Horvat acquisition cost was not a grand slam. And depending on who you talk to, you could say, like, was it a solo shot? Maybe yeah. a two-run like, it, it So that kind of sets the market price a little bit with respect to some of the other key pending UFAs and, and quote-unquote rental players that are out there. It's going to be really interesting to see how that adjusts, if it does, one way or another over these next four weeks going up to the deadline. In your, We're talking with Dave Panyota of the fourth period. In your, in your uh, uh, opinion, dealing and, and following what the Hurricanes front office does, they they had Joel Edmondson here, and they felt like he was not either good enough or what the for what they valued. So they traded his rights to Montreal, and he ended up signing a long term deal. Um, personally, I would love if Joel Edmondson would come back. You think this front office would revisit that? I think so. I think you know, with, with a team that's in contender status, Stanley Cup contender status like the Hurricanes are right now. If you have an opportunity to shore up your blue line, you do it. Yep. If there is a deal that's there, whether it's Carolina or Boston, we, we know that uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are kind of fishing around. Now, some of these teams are looking for a third pair slash number seven defenseman, and other teams you know, are, are out there looking to see how they can bring in somebody that can hold the fort down as a second pair guy, maybe a third, depending on how, how deep your blue line is. And there are teams that are looking for that. We know Edmonton, without question, is, is looking to shore up their, their blue line. We know that L.A. is looking to stabilize the left side of their decor. Um, so th- there are teams out there that are looking to, and, and playoff-bound teams that are looking to do that. With Joel Edmondson, like the price still revolves around a first-round pick plus. That's the asking price. Um, he's got one more year left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Based on some of the moves made in the last few years, it, it aligns with the price. I just don't know if there's a team, and I don't know if Carolina has that appetite right now to give away a first-round pick for, for this type of a player. It, it, perhaps 
Um, but, I mean, so far it hasn't happened. So we're going to see, and this is where prices may drop uh, over these yeah. next four weeks to, to, to see. But that caliber player, I think, on this team, would would definitely um, be beneficial, no question. Oh, given health, if Joel Edmondson slotted in as the third-pair left yep. defenseman, uh, yeah. you'd, I, I don't know that you find a... I mean, Colorado's blue line is next level for me. Uh, but right. in the Eastern Conference, I don't know that there's a better blue line, especially based on the way we have seen Jalen Chatfield mm-hmm. play uh, over the first 50 games of this season. All right, final thing for Dave Panyota, then we'll let you. I know you had it you have to head to uh to the All-Star game uh in yeah. <laughs> uh, in Florida, which is uh, I mean, we're going to see Andrei Svechnikov there. Um if if you had to uh like guess or 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 pick something that Carolina can do relatively uh, based on the way they like it. What would it be? Mm-hmm. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Uh, I could see I could see middle six. Um, you know, I know we were just talking about defense. And, and maybe, again, if, if something kind of falls into their lap, maybe that's, you know, something that they, they take advantage of closer to the deadline when some prices kind of drop. Um, but I could see a middle six scenario as good as they've been and as deep as this roster is it also kind of potentially pushes guys a little bit down to give you more depth um you know overall is it the center position i I still believe they'd like to shore up that 2c spot yeah um and and i think in a perfect world if it aligns with what they're willing to give up i think that's the number one area they'd like to address which is why they were in on horvat and why you you hear whispers of them being at least knocking on the door with respect to Taves and, and O'Reilly and so on. I think that's number one on the wish list. Whether they pull it off, different story. But I think, I think if, if they can get somebody in that 2C, I think that's what they'd love to be, to, to be able to pull off. And if they can't, then maybe they kind of bring in somebody to kind of just deepen the roster, maybe mid-six or bottom six, just to give them a little bit more depth and get somebody with playoff pedigree, like, both of those guys at the center of O'Reilly and, and Taves, obviously, they come with that. They've won Stanley yeah. Cups. So I, I think that's the ideal in a perfect world scenario for, for that staff. All right. I, uh, I lied. 30 seconds on this. Are there more <laughs> teams? Are there a, are, are, because so many teams are salary cap strapped and the Hurricanes yeah. do have room. Um, are there, is it going to be a buyer's or seller's market? Ooh, yeah, it, it sounds right now it sounds like it's leaning towards buyers. Yeah. Um, again, that Horvat deal, like, like I said, it wasn't a grand slam. It was mm-hmm. a little lackluster for, across the league in terms of what they thought Vancouver would be able to get, even though the Canucks in their eyes like it. Um, so right now it's kind of looking like that. Uh, I think in the next week or two, when we really get a clear indication of the market of who's selling definitively, that may change. It may sway in one direction. But right now I think it's, it's more beneficial to the buyers at the moment um, going into things. So we'll see kind of how that 
how that kind of unfolds. Like with Ryan O'Reilly, for example, in St. Louis, they'd like to sign him, but would he be willing to take a two, three-year extension? I'm not sure if that's the case just yet. And they may, that may ultimately dictate what they do with that particular player instead of trading him for, you know, a, a, again, a, a non-Grand Slam type of package. It may be more beneficial to keep him, but we'll see. There will be some big names that are going to move between now and the deadline, that's for sure. Um, everybody's now just trying to play the game and negotiate the prices. Have fun in South Florida. Uh, Dave Panyota, the fourth period uh, on Twitter. It's not only the fourth period.com, it's also the fourth period uh, on Twitter. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You, you got it, buddy. Thank you. You got it. Dave Panyota uh, here on the Adam Gold Show. I take Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. I'll put a healthy Ryan O'Reilly right behind Sebastian Ajo as the number two center. All day. Think Ryan O'Reilly would make Martin Natchez and Andre Svechnikov better? Oh, yeah, yeah. He would. In fact, you could even flip. Aho and O'Reilly, I'm not talking about 1 and 2C, and put Aho with Natchez and Tveshnikov and O'Reilly with Teravainen and Natchez, and both of those lines would have physical elements as well because O'Reilly can play a little bit of a physical game. Uh, that would be fun to do. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.